where visionaries, entrepreneurs, and artists dream, transform, and create. You are listening to the Miracle Moment Podcast, where your breakthrough is a moment away. I'm your host, Ray Ireland. Hey everyone, Ray Ireland here. Welcome to another episode of Miracle Moment. Today we have a special guest, Daniela Catro, who is a soul sister, girlfriend of mine, and also just someone that I totally look up to in the way that she leads her business. Um, so let me share a little bit more and then I'll rant and rave about how amazing this woman is. But she is has been in the field of embodiment and heart wisdom teaching and leadership for over 20 years. She's the founder of Heart Wisdom Leadership Academy and the creator of Body Temple Yoga Method. She has served thousands of entrepreneurs, transforming their personal lives and helping them become visionary leaders who also create heart-based businesses that change the world and leave a legacy of impact. So she is based out of San Diego and we got to meet years ago through um, a coach that we were working with. And since she has really transformed a lot of the things that she's doing, she really was focusing on embodiment and yoga and these really powerful physical practices. And in this last, I would say, year or two, you've really switched over into the leadership space. And so you're you're also leading international retreats all around the globe. You have such an exciting year ahead of you, so much growth. And okay, now as I like get into ranting and raving and this woman's heart, like really you meet her and you just feel her energy, like just wrapping you like a warm hug. And then there's this like fire that comes in and she is just here to speak the truth, to tell the truth and do it in such a kind and beautiful way. And I think that's why her business has taken off with such success, you know, inspiring, leading so many people. So today we're going to be talking about how to stay heart-centered while focusing on business. So of course, Danielle is the perfect woman to be talking about this. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Ray. What a beautiful introduction. It's an honor to be with you today. Oh, well, for us as well. So (laughs) tell us a little bit about your journey in entrepreneurship and starting your business and diving into your yoga practices? Like, how did you get to where you are now? So many different stories to tell on that one. Um, But I will say it's an evolution. And from where I started to where I am now, you know, my guiding light was that inner voice Mm -hmm. that and this is what the heart piece that comes in right away is I allowed that aspect of me to guide me, to guide the show. Of course, I had all the mental chatter going on. Ego had its things to say. Um, External voices, family, parents, friends, whoever had their opinions. But at the end of the day, you know, it was me coming back to self and me choosing, no, I trust. I'm going to choose to trust what's within me. And I kept hearing this little whisper and this little voice that wouldn't stop and leave me alone. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to act on this courage that I know that I have and follow that. So there were been so many twists and turns over these, you know, 20 plus years, but every twist and turn that I uh, had and walked through was always me coming back to, okay, check in with self, check in with body. 
what am I feeling? What am I sensing? What feels the most alive for me? What feels the most expansive for me? What feels like a full yes? And that's been my guiding light from the very, very beginning. Now, yes, I was running a yoga school before Heart Wisdom Leadership Academy, and that was amazing. And then before that, I was teaching yoga. And before that, I was a massage therapist. And when I look back at all these different stages and seasons of my life, they literally all added up to where I am now. None of them were in vain. And that's something I I would love the audience to understand too, because sometimes we can't make sense in the moment of where we're feeling called and why we're doing what we're doing. And, and, and we don't get all the answers right away. And of course, our mind wants the answer, all the answers right away. But if I look back on the stages of my life and the seasons of my life that led me to where I am today, like I could not have made this up. Mm-hmm. It was so divinely orchestrated and so led me to be able to serve in the ways that I serve today that definitely include yoga, that include embodiment, that include mindset, that include business training, that include leading with the heart because it's something that I've been living for so long. So this is a really interesting piece because I feel like when you're describing being led by the heart, it's almost like a dark room. Like you can't see everything clearly, but you know where to go and and you take those steps. And so there's that element, but then there's business, which feels like a totally different beast. And a right. lot of times it needs that structure. It needs that vision. It needs, okay, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. So how have you found that balance? Has has it ever been conflicting at times during your journey? Uh, it's been conflicting in the sense of it, it's kind of going against what we've seen historically and how business has been run and done. And there's also been a conflict of mindset shift around it too. And this is what I love to talk about and break it down for people so they can understand where I'm coming from. And that is, you know, historically how business has been run is like the head first, the head ends up is the leader, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. do whatever it takes to get to the top, take down whoever you need to. And there's like, there's undermining and there's um, slipping into the material piece first, of like, well, if I just own all of these things, these material things, then I'll be happy. And I've certainly talked to a lot of people who who bought into that and only to discover that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Um, where what I teach is the flip is the heart is the leader. The heart is king or queen, however you want to put it. But the heart has the first say. Mm-hmm. And it's not the only say. So we're not throwing the mind out and it's certainly not throwing, throwing out structure. I love structure. And in fact, having structure gives my heart more freedom to express itself without a lot of structure. It's a little like walking on, you know, unstable grounds, right? Mm -hmm. So structure is absolutely necessary. It's just, it's not first. It's what's the vision that's heart. What's the dream that's heart. What do I get most excited about? That's heart. And then once we know that, then we build the structure around that. Mm -hmm. And then the result is, People have the dream life that they want, but they also have the dream business that they want and the dream leadership that they want instead of, oh, I'll do my job or I'll do my dream job, but then hopefully I'll be able to have a dream life too or fit in time off. Whereas I love to look at what's the actual encompassing vision for your entire life, every single aspect of it, including your leadership, including where you're meant to serve and including where you're meant to change the world, right? Because we're really looking at the impact that each individual can have as their own unique leadership. 
right? But that's the main piece is the flip on heart first. That's a hashtag I use a lot. So it's heart first, then build the structure around that. Mm, And I love that. And, you know, knowing how successful you've been too, you're really such a great embodiment of your own words and of your own practice to say, yes, you can have it all. And this is a really beautiful path. This is a, it's like you could actually end up probably at the same destination, but this is a really beautiful way, a path, a journey to get there if you want to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it feels more self-honoring along the way. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, I got to wait until I'm at X, Y, Z point and then I can celebrate. And then I can say, I'm finally here. It's like, why not every step of the journey be in alignment? Why not every step of the journey be something that we find joy in and that we find excitement in? Because you know this, you're a business owner. It's not always a walk in the park right? To run a business. There are challenges that we come up against. There are ups and downs and unexpected things that happen all the time. Mm -hmm. However, so we're we're not really going to get rid of that, right? But what we can do is as we're journeying through all that, if we're doing something that we, we feel so behind, like we're so behind what we do, it feels so in alignment with who we are, why we're here, and what's already written on our heart that that lights us up in such a way, then all those twists and turns and ups and downs are, there's so much more grace that's available there. And we can handle them with a little bit more ease uh, because there's that heart, because there's that love that's already behind it. Mm -hmm. It's not like walking yourself through a grind with something you don't even love, right? Or you don't even feel inspired about. Like that, that just is soul sucking in and of itself. Totally. I recently heard the saying like, oh, I left my nine to five to create my own nine to nine of hell because I am my worst boss. And it's that and it's it's really flipping the switch on entrepreneurship, especially. I mean, you've been in entrepreneurship for 20 years and like, you know, do do you feel like it stabilizes to a point where you know, you can be like, okay, like now the ups and downs like are pretty smooth. Um, yeah, I, it's funny that you mentioned this because I was just talking about this with my leaders yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have found is, like I said, the ups and downs come no matter what stage in business that you're in. They'll always be like the next level challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not necessarily looking to get rid of the challenges. Like that's part of life and it's part of what who what's made me who I am today is the challenges that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, however, what I have found is that we get better at the challenges with the tools and being able to lead with more heart and more grace that when the challenges come, we're spending less time in suffering and more time just in like, okay, the challenge is here. Like I've, I've grown into this, you know, person who engages with challenges in a different way. I don't, I don't let them take me down. They don't stress me out as much. And this is some of the, you know, the testimonials that my students will tell me, they're like, wow, I'm just not struggling as much when challenges come up anymore because I've learned these heart wisdom ways. And that's game changing. Mm -hmm. Cause like I said, you can't like challenge is a part of life. You know, it's a part of our walk here. So it's more about how, how are we approaching these challenges when they arrive? Are we, are we taken down for like weeks, months, years, or are we like, 
we're just going to ride the wave. We're going to flow with it. We're going to dig deep within ourselves and be like, well, what's possible here? Mm-hmm. And how can I allow this challenge to grow me into even more of my strength that I didn't know before or more of my greatness or more of my light? Like that's the conversation I have with my people mm-hmm. and that I have with myself. And to me, that's a really exciting conversation to have. <laughs> totally. So I I feel like most of the time our challenge is connected to or is maybe side by side in on the timeline with our miracle moments that most leaders experience. Do you have a specific miracle moment that you had that you want to share about a story? Yes. <laughs> so many <laughs> miracle moments that I've had. Um, but I'll go, I'll go for the biggest, juiciest one that that really um officially stepped me onto the path that I'm on. I mean, there's a lot of steps and stages, but this one feels pretty significant. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was in my early twenties and I had, you know, finally finished college and finally left the house. And I was finally out on my own, which I was so excited to do and be, however, what I realized at that time is how much I was hurting, uh, because I had gone through in all the way up to that point in my life, uh, a lot of experiences in my life that were very traumatic and, Um, I was, I'm a very, uh, deeply feeling empath, (laughs) huge empath and didn't have the tools or mentorship at the time to even know how to navigate being someone like that. So what did I do? Every trauma that I walked through, I absorbed, you know, whether it was someone speaking ill over me or betrayal or physical hurt or, you know, anything on all the levels. And that's a whole other story of what, what I went through, but I came out of that time being out of the house, feeling in my body, how much of that I was actually holding and what a mess I was and how much pain my physical body was in. to the point where it was really hard to function, I couldn't go on long walks. I couldn't go on hikes without my low back being in severe pain because my body like was literally on lockdown. It was mm-hmm. so clamped. Um, from trying to protect myself over years of all kinds of traumatic experiences. So it, it came down to this one moment where I I just started to notice how dysfunctional I was. It didn't feel natural or normal to me. And an intuitive voice, that little whisper said, this has got to change. I can't live like this. I don't believe I'm really meant to live like this. And I, I wasn't seeing myself getting any better. It was only getting worse year in and year out because all that trauma had nowhere to go. It was literally just festering in my body and physical pain just kept accelerating. Digestion was having issues. Chronic illness was starting to creep in. I mean, I suffered through a lot of that stuff. Um, So it came down to one moment where I said, I need help. And that's sometimes that's the most courageous statement you can make to say something like that, to be that vulnerable and say, I need help and I can't do this alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just, I put out a prayer for that help and people, mentors, healers started to appear in my life at these very synchronistic times that were the perfect people to help walk me through these transformational gates of healing. And what I got to notice through each time I walked through more was shed, right? I was released from my body. And on the other side of that, I felt more liberated and more of who I really was started to come to the surface. And every time it happens, it blew me away. I was like, wow. And then of course, 
that led me to yoga because everyone's like, well, yoga. And I said, okay, uh, the only reason why I went to yoga originally was like, I just want to feel better. Like I'm in <laughs> physical pain. Can this help me? You know? And then it turned into a complete love. Right. Um, but it, it, it was really that moment of getting really honest with myself and vulnerable with myself and admitting that I needed help and that admitting that I couldn't do it alone. And so then ever since that moment, I have valued, learned how, learned how to value mentorship because I wasn't taught that to, you know, in our society and mm -hmm. growing up, I didn't know anything about it, you know? Um, and then having these healers come in with beautiful hearts who wanted to serve and to want it, wanted to help and help me on my path. I would not be where I am today without those people. And that is hands down what I know. And so now it's a blessing having gone through that transformation for myself that now I'm that for other people. I mentor you know, I, I'm a healer. I'm like all these things that I can show up for these people and help them as well. And then of course the business piece came in down the line too, because, you know, I launched my own business and that was a whole journey in and of itself. But ultimately that was a, a big miracle moment that I see people struggle with is just admitting they need help and, and letting yeah. themselves be vulnerable and, and knowing that it's okay and that we all do. And it's very human. Wow. That is such a powerful message because it's it's something that I don't feel like is really talked about that often, that surrender moment when you just kind of throw up your hands or fall on your knees and you're like, help me, help me. Yeah. Like whoever's here to, to help, like to show up, please. Yeah. And I think that's so important in your personal life, in your health and well-being, in your spiritual life, in your business. Yep. It's really across the board and wherever you're feeling stuck, sometimes it takes, you know, hitting those those tougher moments to really finally surrender the ego to admitting that, hey, I need help. But maybe this um, podcast, you know, for anyone that is listening, if you're thinking about it, like you don't also have to be in such a desperate state exactly. to, to start asking for help. And when I actually tune into like the heart leadership, it's, it is about its community, its support, its connection. And that can only happen if we're open to receiving that connection and support and help. Yeah. And something else, I love that you're sharing that. Something else I want to say too was, you know, there was that part of me as I was growing up because I didn't have the the resources or support. I had to figure a lot out on my own, mm -hmm. or at least I felt that way. You know, I didn't feel like I was getting the support that I needed. So I felt like I had to figure that out on my own. And so by the time I got to my twenties, that had, I had become that, you know, I had built up that muscle in me to figure it all out on my own. Mm -hmm. So it was a big moment of surrender, exactly that to where it was like, you know, I need to drop that identity. I need to drop that way of operating because it's not going to get me out of this hole. It's mm -hmm. not going to get me to the healing that I want. And then it was from, you know, from that day forward that it was a new way of being like a new practice mm -hmm. uh, that I got to exercise. And then, you know, now I'm in my forties. And so it's like, now I'm in this place of always asking for help. You know, it's a complete flip now mm -hmm. and really encouraging people. Like you said, like, you don't have to wait until you're on your knees, you know, and I wouldn't recommend that either. It's just what, you know, <laughs> that was my path and that's what I had to walk through. So, you know, it's totally mm -hmm. fine. Um, but to say that, you know, to our viewers or, or our audience out there that they don't have to do that. They don't have to wait till you're on your knees and like at such a place of desperation to finally let go and to finally let God, as the saying goes, and let 
let yourself be supported because I didn't know what was going to happen. All I did was let go. All I did was surrender and open myself up to something so much greater than myself. And then all of a sudden I became available, (laughs) right? To receive. Mm -hmm. And then all this help started to come in and and started to teach me too and show me so much about, you know, the laws of this universe and how powerful that simple yet profound practice of surrender and letting go is. Yeah, it is simple and profound. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for bringing that to us today. And yeah, I I feel inspired to kind of look at my life today after this conversation and be like, okay, where else can I be asking for help? So thank you so much for bringing that to the table. And if any listeners want to continue to follow you or, you know, see what, what else you're up to, where should they find you? Uh, they can find me on my website, which okay. is Daniela C, C as in cat, C there, Daniela C.com. Uh, there's a mailing list they can get on to stay in touch. I'm also Daniela Catro on Facebook, on Instagram, and Heart Wisdom Leadership Academy is also on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as well. Awesome. And we'll have all those links for everyone that's listening available so you can find her very easily. And Thank you so much for being on, for sharing such a beautiful message. I feel like I was like experiencing some like church energy, you know, like, <laughs> yes, this is the divine. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. And especially being able to relate it <laughs> to, you know, being an entrepreneur and, and being in the journey of business. So thank you so much. Thank you to Wonderful. all of our listeners and we'll see you next time. Thanks for checking out this video. Subscribe and ring the bell if you haven't yet so you can stay up to date for new episodes coming out soon. And remember to witness and acknowledge the miracles and magic in every moment. This is Ray Ireland and I'll see you soon.